So I'm sorry, but I have crossed the line. I feel like I feel like I did cross the line. Like it's like a picket line of like going from millennial to Gen Z. I, I crossed it because I looked into NBA Top Shot. I understand NBA Top Shot. I'm a fan of NBA Top Shot. Let me know. Bro, it all started I... with the Kevin Garnett tweet, bro. It did. When Kevin Garnett tweeted saying, every time I crash into Michael Jordan, he palms my head and says, do you remember when I put 40 in three quarters? Hey, hey pull up the clip. I got to show him. That's think... NBA Top Shot. I said it, I said it on the last show that this is the first time that like I felt old as a sports fan. Like <laughs> I looked at like some like boomers that uh-huh. you know when Steph Curry was on the scene shooting from shooting from the the logo like ah oh, he's ruining basketball. Where's the fundamentals? <laughs> Work the ball around. Where's the give and go? And I was just like oh the future is now old man. This, this is not about you anymore. No. Looking we at Kyrie's here. handles like he's a witch. Uh, <laughs> back in my day, we didn't have to go through the legs. We just dribble with our left. Oh like, my goodness. <laughs> this is officially like the first athletics based thing. I suppose, other than like esports, because I still don't understand. I don't get the notion of esports at all. It, that's, another, that's another day. It's another yeah, day. it's another day. But yeah. like, this is the first time where I've been like, I don't understand the value of this at all. Although you need to you need to buy everything Luca you can. I, this just <laughs> seems to me like one of those. If you've got a lot of money, it's really easy to make a lot of money. Like if I, I can drop if I can drop five k on some MJ or Luca or Bron highlights, some Curry shot, like you can make a lot of money. But if you're if you're no falling on a budget, let me keep breaking it down for break you. Break it down. You could buy packs like you went to the store. You can go on there and spend, let's just say, a $25 pack. You buy a $25 pack of Top Shots. There is probably five of them in there. So let's just say you spent five each. You get... Uh, what are you investing right now? I'm not investing anything. I haven't, I haven't bought... It's not thing. investing. Buying. Will, it's I will, buying. I will buy into your corporation... Money back guaranteed <laughs> LLC NBA top shots. I'll, I'll give you half and we'll put all of our listener ad money into it. And I want half the profits and you can hey, manage our NBA top shot account deal because it, if I hit a pack with Anthony Edwards dunk in there, that card immediately moves me up into the thousands in a couple years. When that dunk is known as one of the top dunks ever, and I sell it at the end of Anthony Edwards' career, hopingly, hoping that he has a great career, you know, because it's all about value. That dunk is one of the best dunks ever. If he becomes a great player, his very first dunking on somebody is going to cost a lot. And you could sell that little clip to someone else for some more money. And or I love in, it. Or in 20 years when we're all, you know, wearing six masks and – going across a barren wasteland like it's Mad Max, are you going to be trying to buy water and offering up an Anthony Edwards top shot and the dude at the store is like, what What the hell is a top shot, man? Get out of here. Or he goes, mm, that is pretty, pretty valuable. You sure? All right. Hey, get him two cases of water. We're taking this clip. You know, that oh, water, that potentially could give me some water. Here's the thing. I'm, 
I'm working the Facebook. I'm working the Instagram. You manage our Top Shot account. I'll buy in for half. Boom. Deal. You just tell me what to do. Perfect. You, I'm just going to buy a pack. About I'm going to buy a pack every week and see how it goes. See what I get. Trade and, trade and sell. And see how it goes. I like this NBA Top Shot deal. I, I'm going to absolutely love it when it gets to these other sports. I want to see... I want to get a couple Patrick Mahomes ones. I want to get a couple Brett Favre ones. I definitely want to get uh, Ray Lewis's uh, dance on there because you know that's going to be a lot. You know that's going to be expensive. So it's going to be interesting how this plays out, man. It's like pretty much getting into cards, like Pokemon, baseball cards, football cards. Just you're starting it right now. You're in the beginning of it. So you get a chance at everything you want. Man, I just feel like baseball cards have boomed and everything that booms busts. Like for a while, like everyone was like, Pokemon cards are going to be super expensive. Mm-hmm. And then my Pokemon cards weren't worth shit for 15 years. And now all of a sudden they're worth still kind of shit, but like potentially something. I don't, man, I just, I don't what, know. What, last year? Dude, oh, last year's assigning COVID. the value. I don't know. Last year during COVID, Mike Trout's uh, rookie card went for over 500K. Mike Trout rookie card, over 500K. And that's last year, 2019. It really depends on what you have. It really, truly depends. If you have a Sam Sosa rookie, if you have some amazing, of course, it's still going to have value no matter what type of time, what, what time it is in that market. You got to have the most amazing piece. I'll tell you what, the only thing I like about this NBA Top Shot over like regular cards is you don't have to worry about keeping them in mint condition. Exactly. You don't have to like get them graded. I don't even know how that works, but that's oh. that's not my not my scene. You just log in and you have your shot. At the bottom it says owned by you. Done deal. People can look at it. Go ahead but you don't own it. Now I understand it. It's the same thing with the cards, man. You take a picture of it and it's the same here. You're looking at what I have without actually owning it. I'm apparently it's the same just shit. I'm apparently just so old. I don't I like <laughs> ownership, like the concept of ownership now we're reexamining and it kind of blows my mind. It's it's just like a card. Imagine it like a card where you'd be like, hey, Angel, take a look at this. Isn't this awesome? Look at the back, his stats. Dude, yep. I'm looking at I'm looking at the games tonight and uh-huh. the top story on ESPN slash NHL, how the NHL could embrace the NBA top shot revolution. I, 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 I quit, bro. I'm <laughs> telling you, bro. This is taking over and I think we need to buy now. I, I, it's I, like Dogecoin. It's like Bitcoin. I feel like you just gotta hop in, man. Here's the thing. I am, I'm running a lot of social right now. So, like <laughs> I said, I don't have time to deal with oh, this. Yeah. But if you want in, I will one thousand percent take. I'll be half. I will. I will right. fund half, and I will let you manage my portfolio. My my top shot portfolio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, take a. Make sure you're looking at our future IG post. As soon as I get my very first top shot, I'm going to post it on the on our page. And ladies and gentlemen, this is Money Back Guarantee, and we are officially on the blockchain. Let's go. Your guarantee.
guarantee on the box. Welcome to the show. My name is Angel. I am with Jay on this beautiful, beautiful day. We haven't had a lot of days like this, but I'm glad we're finally getting some sun. I don't know where you're at, but welcome to the show. We're going to have a fun little show today because there's not a lot serious going on. Uh, However, we did want to talk about, we kind of teased it on our social media. Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Mr. Unlimited. Wants Uh, out of Seattle, but not really. He hasn't asked for a trade, but he's given four places where he wouldn't mind going. mm -hmm. I think uh, Ryan Ryan Rossillo posted a tweet that I thought was hilarious. Uh, He said, I really like my wife, but here are four women I'd leave her for. (laughs) It is very interesting because that situation is very weird. He hasn't demanded a trade. He is still there, still being Mr. Russell, Mr. Community Guy, which, you you know, good for him. But it's very interesting that now that he hasn't demanded anything, now that he's, you know, well, these are the teams I would like to go to. And these teams that he asked for is very... He's a corny dude and he is like borderline robotic. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Like he is such a like buttoned up and like he would do so well in New England because that's just who he is. Like always says the right thing. Very, very calculated. Like you find out what he wants at the perfect time. Always. Like, I don't know who his like agent and his manager is, but they're good. They're really good. <laughs> because, and I've, it's been out on a couple different podcasts I've listened to, but he just had a, like a GQ article drop mm-hmm. yeah. where he talked about, basically Sierra talked about how much she does not like living in Seattle or she's had to come to, come to love Seattle. Yep. And then. No, and I don't think she truly has ever loved Seattle yet. So. <laughs> Which I I don't know what Seattle like then it came out today that before a Thursday night game Russell went in and wanted to make some changes to the game plan. He wanted to do some things and they basically told him no and he just mm-hmm. stormed out of the room. Man, Pete Carroll is the oldest coach in the league, isn't he? Yeah, seventy two, I think, seventy three. What are you doing potentially building around Pete Carroll and not Russell Wilson? He's also been sacked, what, what the that, 80 times? Yeah, or 80 times. 80 pressures or something like that? Yep. Pete Carroll's actually 69, tied with Bruce Arians. Yeah. Russell Wilson's been pressured more times than Big Ben mm-hmm. for the last, or, yeah, something, I, I saw it on Cowherd. He's had, like, more pressures than Big Ben, like, eight seasons in a row. He's, is like he that. three years into that big contract, though? I think he's about three years into that big contract, and that's kind of what you kind of get. But because... that's been that's been the case with him ever since he took the first contract. Yeah. Everybody said, 
Like when you had the Legion of Boom, they had to pay the Legion of Boom. And then Russell took that big deal. Something had to give. And slowly it just started eroding that offensive line. They traded their all-star center for what, Jimmy Graham? Yep, Jimmy Graham. They traded John John Sullivan for Jimmy Graham to give him some weapons. But you traded the number one thing that was going for you on your offensive line at that point, and you struggled right after. Immediately you struggled right after. I don't think you've ever caught up since, since that trade. So Russell has a potential out of his contract in 2022, so next season. Next season. Uh, yeah. But it'll be $26 million in dead cap, which is more than Goff, less than Wentz. It's right in the middle there. It's just barely more than Goff. I think Goff was like $22 million. Um, But, yeah, and then he's scheduled to make $19 million base and 22 base in 2022-2023 with a 13 million signing bonus and a roster bonus. And by the end of his contract, he'll be 35, which seems wild because he seems, you know, like he's – I feel like he seems like he's younger than that, but he's he's getting up there for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, man, like what – all these guys want to move. Watson wants to go. Dak's not happy. Russ not happy. I'm glad that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, I won't even say Matt LaFleur in a sense, but definitely um, the Packers and the organization said Aaron's not moving. So you guys can stop calling. And that's good because after that, everything's been very quiet because that would have been a key piece moving too. But how do you move all these guys? All these guys are on big contracts. All these guys have – they're the key piece to their team. Like, how can you trade this and actually get value enough back, you know? Like, you got to sign Dak just to move him into this situation. I've seen a trade that you sent me where Russ was in – Russ was in uh, Dallas. Dak found a way to Atlanta. Atlanta – Matt Ryan moved to Denver and Drew Locke went to Seattle. You now that's me, a, I think I that's a very interesting it. move. That's a very interesting move, but that that's like an NBA trade that doesn't get right. done a lot in in the NFL. And it would be lovely to see it. It, would it was be uh, such Russell a goes great thing. Russell goes to and I, this is just on a random Instagram page, but mm-hmm. Russell goes to Dallas. Atlanta gets Dak Prescott in a 2021 Dallas third rounder. Denver gets Matt Ryan and Tyron Smith. And Seattle gets Vaughn Miller, Drew Locke, and the four, nine, and ten picks in the draft. I would take that. If I was everyone in there, I would take it. Assuming that Dak will resign to a long deal. I think the person who's getting crushed the most is Denver, but yeah, I don't know. Like, Elway gets a quarterback that he likes that is established in the league. There's weapons around him. They You're, dump. I mean, for Denver, that's almost like an actual, an actual uh, NBA trade where they're dumping Von Miller's salary and getting rid of Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the issue you're going to run into is all these big names wanting out. You pretty much have to have like a blockbuster deal where you swap like a Dak for a Russell. Because the teams who have, you know, 
two, four, like somewhere where you can potentially get a quarterback this year, you're going to have to have a pick under probably 15. Yeah. To get one of the top four. Uh, Maybe if you're top 20, you can get that fourth guy that Trey Lance or, you know, maybe you want to find like your Russell Wilson, your late round pick. And maybe that's uh, your kid from Florida. Uh, Kyle Trask or Kyle Trask, yeah, Matt or Mac Jones from Alabama. A lot of guys are not talking about him, and he is the most quietest quarterback to go into a draft from Alabama. And I think that should be talked about because that's dangerous, you know. He still put up really good numbers for Alabama, and guess what? Still won a national championship. So, I mean, there's a lot going on, but the key thing here is Russell Wilson wants out. Seattle, it's coming out more and more, is not valuing Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. They're really taking advantage of the fact that he's got legs and he can move. Right. But you see what happens with like an Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers had an actually above average offensive line. But yes, these guys get older. Russell Wilson doesn't want to be 30. He's not Lamar Jackson. No. He's got an arm. He could throw. You don't want to have Russell Wilson be 35 running all over the field trying to make plays happen. At some point, you do need to protect him. And, and they've done low-key. They get a lot of a lot of grace because they've gotten, like, a DK Metcalf. They pulled out Tyler Lockett. They just keep getting these, like, no-name receivers who put up numbers, and they keep them going. And Russell Wilson, to his credit, is good enough that – I mean, I don't think Chris Carson is that dude, but Chris Carson is looking good in that system with Russell Wilson – uh, Russell Wilson covers up a lot of mistakes. Right. If you look at Russell Wilson, you wouldn't think he gets sacked as much as he does because he's he doesn't miss games. He's a little he's pretty thick for his size. He gets the job done, but how long can he keep doing that? Quite frankly, I was looking like Matthew Barry said today. I don't know why you're not looking to get rid of Pete Carroll and the entire you know front office staff before you get rid of Russell Wilson. He's a, he won a Super Bowl for you put a good team around him he can compete and that's in been a pretty brutal division the last few years and I think that's the reason I think that championship is a reason why Seattle's more committed to Pete Carroll than they are to Russell Wilson and that is very very dangerous because Pete Carroll is 69 years old we do not know how much time he has left and I truly think that Seattle might need to ask him like hey man are you going to be here longer than Russell Wilson because you might have three, five years, and Russell could be here until he's 37, 38, 39 if you protect him right. Because I think that's what Russell's deal is, too. He's seeing these guys perform at a high level between 35, 40, and Tom Brady, of course, 43. So you want to still compete at a high level, and you can't do that getting hit, and you're right. And the three teams that he talked – or the four teams that he talked about that he wants to go to all have – either a really good offensive line. I think all four of them are top 10 in offensive line. And two of these guys have a top 10 defense, ah, top five defense. I'll throw Miami at, I'll throw Miami at five and bears at two. I mean, it doesn't help that right now in the NFC West, you've got to face Nick Bosa twice a year. You got to face Aaron Donald twice a year and you've got to face Chandler Jones twice a year with no line. Yeah, that's tough. But I mean, let's break down his destinations that he has said. We're you were just talking about it, but mm-hmm. we're talking about the Bears, which 
I think Chicago will pay him whatever he wants right now. You can have whatever you want, Russell. Might cost them Khalil Mack. I think you have to find a way to do everything other than Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is the reason why your defense is that prolific. The reason why you're in the play, you make to the playoffs. He is the face of that defense, and I don't think you can shake it up. Roquan Smith is there. All these young guys are there. But I think Khalil Mack staying there, and you could get another couple pieces defensively. But look at what name one piece the Bears have on the offensive side of the football that Seattle would want. Uh, how old is Carson? I think Carson's under 30. Because then I was a, thinking Carson's a free agent. Okay, so maybe David Montgomery. I think you he's look a restricted at, free agent. You look at David Montgomery, you look at the first pick, obviously. You look at first pick for next year. Um, you're looking at the twos as well. Mitchell. Mitch is isn't Mitch a free agent? I think he is, yeah. Yeah. Sign 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 and trade Mitch. I don't I don't think that happens, but I think you gotta put the Seattle in a position to get a high pick. And also let it let it be known, uh off the bat, Miami, New York, Louis or uh New Orleans, Las Vegas, Chicago. I don't think Russell Wilson made this list. No, I do not think. I think maybe someone he's potentially, you know, like married to uh, looked at a map and and gave a list of cities she would want to live in. (laughs) And he just crossed off L.A. because he knew. Oh, man. That's I think. Yeah, this is her list. Chicago high market. Miami, I mean, you can't beat Miami. Vegas, hey, man, Vegas is Vegas. And Dallas, you're right in the middle of the country. You can move around. You can do whatever you want. It, it, she's away from the West Coast, and that's where she does not want to be. <laughs> I'll give you middle. I'll give you east. That's all I can give you. <laughs> yeah, I don't – I mean, we can keep going through this. I, I think yeah. Chicago is going to be a tough sell. Yeah. Like, unless unless you're sell. willing to go – three firsts in the draft and then and a big piece maybe not who's their who's their like d tackle their nose tackle akeem hicks akeem hicks yes trade akeem hicks he he might have to be moved even though i think khalil Mack struggles when he's not in the game so the bears would have to draft a replacement for him Mm -hmm. but i think you're going to have to like move a big piece like that along with draft picks and Based on what I know about Pete Carroll and his coaching strategy, I think the defensive side of the ball is your best bet. Yeah, you're right. Now, the Jets are interesting. Because I think that coach wants to make moves. You're right. I think Pete Carroll's a USC guy. Sam Darnold, USC guy. You're going to have a really good draft pick. Number two, yep. Everything is open. I mean, you could see, like, uh, what, Quinn and Williams? Okay. Yeah. I think that would be, that would be like your big defensive piece that you would throw in along with multiple Mm -hmm. draft picks. And in a good division like that, I think if I'm the Seattle GM, I would maybe roll the dice that Russell's going to have some growing pains and some struggles. He hasn't done the best against Bill Belichick. The bills are legit. Brian Flores is a really good defensive coach. There's a chance that you might 
see some real value in those first round draft picks in the coming years. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that for the Jets' sake, if they could find a way to trade their 23, a one next year, Sam Arnold, oh, Sam Darnold, and some other, find a way to keep two. If you can find a way to keep two, yeah, they have 23 as well. If you can find a way to keep two and get Suell, well, they get 23 for. Uh, Man, what was it? Uh, Who did they? uh... Oh, bro, Jamal Adams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm sure Jamal Adams, I mean, I'm sure Jamal Adams would would not be happy if uh, no. Russell leaves. Uh, no. But anyway. Uh, he is yeah. legitimately stuck on the West Coast version of the, of the Jets now would without be, Russell. It would be, would be kind of funny if the Seahawks moved Russell Wilson, immediately got Sam Darnold and gave him Sewell. Man, I'm telling that's, you. That's the game, though. That is uh, exactly what you do. <sighs> So I mean, I again, if if you're the Jets, I'm kind of look. Hey, I I watched two games. I didn't watch highlight tapes. I actually watched two games of Zach Wilson. Holy shit! Holy, all right. I get it. He's six it? three. He's six three. Big arm, mobile. He ran in that uh pro style offense. He looks really good. So I don't. You're. Russell is established. I feel like Russell is uh, five years away from almost being a Hall of Famer. Um, but if he's you gotta get, get deep chance, in the playoffs again, yeah, and you got to That's that's why he yeah. wants to move. He's got to he's got to carry a team deep in the playoffs without the Legion of Boom. I don't think Russ. I think Russ needs a top five defense. I need he needs a top tier defense. Oh shit! Are, is Russ a game manager? I don't know, man. We I, let Russ cook, and he burnt it. Exactly. I don't know. Is he? He needs to get that same hot that he got in the beginning of the MVP Russ throughout the whole year. He has not been able to put that full year together to win an MVP. So it's hard to say that Russell is that dude when he has never been given that. Do trophy yet? It's tough, man. It's super tough. Okay, it's next, de- next, tough. next destination: New Orleans Saints. I mean, you're trading picks away. You're trading. They don't need. They don't need Mike Thomas. No, they could definitely trade away Cam Jordan too. Cam, Cam Jordan, Camara is thirty. No, keep Camara. Find a way to keep Camara. Cam Jordan is that big defensive piece. Michael Thomas is that big offensive piece with a couple pieces, with a couple uh, picks. Lattimore? No, you got to find a way to keep that defense. Either you're going to give it up at the top end or the back end, or you're going to give it up on the line. But you can't give it up on both ends because then what are you going to give Russ? You got you to gotta find a way to keep the identity of your team. They're not in a great cap space, Russ. though. No, They're not fuck. in a good cap space. Like bottom of the list, okay, minus sixty nine million, okay. Yeah. So, but Drew I mean, gave they back twenty four. They, they might need to do. Yeah, he gave back twenty four. Yeah, he gave back twenty four. Yeah. But, but the thing is, you're 
you've got Taysom under contract. You've got James under contract. I don't think that Pete Carroll wants either of those. I know I wouldn't. Uh, would you? I don't know. Would you look at Taysom Hill a little longer than you would Wilson, just to no. see, just to see what Hill is? Because Hill is, he could be if he is if the arm and the work and the QB Bro. one. That's his Bro, that is the equivalent of me Russell. buying a truck and asking for the floor mats for free. <laughs> like, I don't don't even bring that up. That's like, that that's like a throw in. That that's not anything. That's like, hey, and I'll get you a Starbucks gift card, twenty bucks. Here you go. Thanks for buying oh this sixty thousand dollar truck. I think Taysom is a little more. He's a li- They tagged him and gave him twenty some mil, bro. Come on now. Bruh. <laughs> they tagged Taysom and gave him 20-some mil that year, last year. They tagged him. So, like, clearly, clearly, Sean Payton is like, this is, could be, possibly, maybe, my guy. <laughs> That's how he answers that question. Saints don't believe in him. The locker room doesn't believe in him. That was a problem that, that, he was taking first reps, and the Saints guys were like, mm, I don't know about Taysom Hill, man. I don't know. And the organization was like, I don't know about Taysom Hill. And the only guy that was behind him was Sean Payton. Bro, they're going to fran- they're gonna have to franchise tag Alvin Kamara. That's tough. Now you got to do with all that. I think the Saints – hey, Russell, I appreciate you calling us out, but we're out. Thanks, because we got all our shit we got to deal with. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that would be – the best case scenario for the Saints after Drew Brees. I think they're very similar quarterbacks. I think he would fit into Sean Payton's system very quickly. But honestly, I don't know if I want to go through that rebuild because that's going to be a rebuild. They put it all on the line, nuts on the table. Drew Brees, thanks for everything you've done. Go win one more. We're giving you everything we got. And they just straight up pulled the Dallas Cowboys. Like we're leveraging everything every year for you. And he couldn't get it done. It is. I don't know. It's the same situation. I think they need to just figure it out. I think draft a guy. I, they have a later pick. Get a, see if Mac or Kyle will slip over, and you could pick him up and groom him as you have Wilson or Jameis start the year off for you. I mean, here's a dark horse: Las Vegas Raiders. I wouldn't call it a dark – I wouldn't call it a real dark horse like that. I, I only say that because of all these teams listed, I think that they have the most established quarterback room. You've got but some you've got Gruden some serious, does not I, I know, believe that. I'm just saying you've got some <laughs> serious money in both Carr and Mariota that if they were part of a move, I think Pete Carroll would want them to restructure their contracts. Mm, that would be interesting. So I think because you'd I have to like, negotiate that. Because I truly feel like the Raiders, if they can find a way to get Russell and give up Carr, you could now move Mariota to the Patriots while the Patriots are calling. And you could get a lot back for getting rid of your quarterback room. And Russell's now sitting in there with uh, McCown or whoever is uh, <laughs> prolific backup. Peterman. <laughs> because uh, there you go, Nate Peterman. Perfect. Him and Russell in the room with Gruden. I think that's a match making heaven right there. Gruden and Russell. 
He yeah. is Gruden is that yell, yell, yell guy, and Russ is that okay and fire up on the field guy. I think that matchup right there will be a very nice Bill Tom comparison. I think that if they find a way to move Carr, a first round pick, you get rid of. I mean, okay, uh, you've definitely got you've definitely got the offensive line there. I mean, oh, I forgot yeah. how good they were. They're really fucking Colton good. Miller, Trent Brown, Hudson, Incognito. You've got definitely the line. It'd really be, good. It'd be tough to – man, unless they really like your quarterbacks with, in Seattle, that's going to be tough. Um, Cleveland Farrell could go. Max Crosby could go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that defense is a lot of pieces that are still developing, and you could get rid of them now. And if they're stars, they're stars. You get rid of them for Russell. But still, you can move those guys and still draft well. And Mike Mayock with the all-defensive draft, I like it if they find a way to get Russell. Because that's all you've got to do. Eight and eight, so you'll get a decent draft pick. And again, that is a potentially tough division with the Chiefs, with the Chargers, with Denver. And if you can get multiple firsts, you're – Really rolling the dice, but there's a good chance that you can see some value in those first round picks. Absolutely. And out of all the situations, I think that one right there would be very, very good for the future of the NFL, putting Gruden and Russell together. It'd be very exciting. And Russell in that division with Patrick, it would be very, very fun to watch them guys go back to go at it twice a year. And it'll be a comp- it'll be a true competition at the top because you're going to have Herbert, Russell, and and Patrick in the same division. Yeah, that'd really bolster the AFC a lot. Yeah, actually, a lot. Where do you you talked about Miami a little bit in the beginning? Do they have the pieces? Yes, I think that. I mean, two was huge. Two would be huge. Yep, two was huge. I think you can move off some expiring contracts on the defensive end. On the defensive side, you could get Jamal Adams with, uh, uh, I believe, Xavier What's it? Xavier Woods? Xavier Howard? Howard, there he is. Now, he is a big piece, but I think he only has like two years left on his contract. I believe you move that piece with Jamal Adams, you get a real nice – mini uh, Legion of Boom as Miami can go ahead and shine Shaquille Griffin because now you get that uh, relationship with Russ. Tua, Xavier, and Howard in a first might do it. Might just be enough. Absolutely. You throw Which is kind of wild because that's, that's I think, deal. I think the Dolphins have the biggest like upside pieces. And I mean, again, depending on how Tua turns out, if Tua is a bust, then this is the dumbest trade that Seattle's ever done. Tua turns out to be a I mean even like a Kyler Murray suddenly you're looking at this being a best case scenario trade because he's still on a rookie deal yeah you've just you've just opened up a window and you've got a lot of free agents you can go after yeah absolutely Miami is my favorite just because Russ is such a corny dude I was telling you yesterday (laughs) I can see him in his press conference just dressing up like Tony Montana (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He'll just start rocking the Hawaiian shirts. He'll be Mr. Tommy Bahama. Oh, my God. This goodness. is a dude who went amazing. to Wisconsin, and he's from NC State, and he started talking like uh, T-Pain in the Can't Believe It song. Wisconsin. <laughs> just, oh, you know? Just drop it. Oh, drop it. Like, he is, a, he is an absolute chameleon. Just picks up <laughs> on whatever region he's at. 
just so polished. I, I would love to see Mr. Unlimited embrace Miami. Oh my goodness. Can we hey, collab? I want Mr. Unlimited and Mr. 305 together. Hey, hey Russell with <clears throat> Russell with a bottom teeth, a gold bottom teeth. <laughs> hey, hey man. Hey, we in Florida. <laughs> I love that Tony Montana. <laughs> I think it would be great for Sierra. I think she'll drop another album if she's in Miami. <laughs> it's hot in Miami. Throw it, Russ. <laughs> I'm not a rapper. I don't tell you. <laughs> Go Fins. Go Fins. I, I would love it. Uh, putting Russell with that coaching staff and let him Russell. They were all, I feel like they were a piece away. A piece Russell away in that division. Jerry curls just always wet in Miami. There's a guy always mopping behind him. <laughs> It'll be very interesting, man. I think Howard. I want to see Russell Wilson on a jet paid. ski so bad. <laughs> I just think you just a- want all these corny ass pictures of Russ so you could put them on the page. <laughs> I think it'd be so funny to see Russell Wilson on a jet ski. Hey, you look like uh, Danny Masterson on a jet ski. <laughs> With the hair flowing, the curls flowing, with the glasses. Hey, you know Russ is a sunblock guy that really makes sure it's in there. <laughs> Just looking like Black Zuckerberg with the on the surfboard. Yep, there it is. Russ, one thousand percent wears a swim shirt. Thousand percent. No, he has a. Oh no. With a gold chain. <laughs> yep, there it is. Yeah, he, he's going shirtless with the gold chain. You know he is. And, you know, future gets to see his kid more. All right. Next topic. <laughs> how to slide it in, bro. How to, how to speak up for future, bro. You know, he didn't want to go to Seattle to see his kid all the time. He's in Miami. Great. Go from Atlanta to Miami to see his kid. Jeez. Man, that would be – That might – Russ might – Russ might just – He might deal right there. <laughs> Miami? No, I got to stay here. Future's down there. <laughs> Future says I can't go west of Alabama. Hey, man, the line's right here. That's it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even tour on this side of the country. <laughs> oh, man, that's so awesome. Sierra comes home wearing that new watch. <laughs> wearing an AP. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Oh, um... Uh, I do the show. They love me. Okay. <laughs> God, I would love for I. I would just love for Russell to get traded in future to drop a song. <laughs> I, I'd also Welcome love to Miami. To, I'd also love. I also love for Russell to go to Vegas too. So many pictures of Russell just playing penny slots. Some old lady. <laughs> He's not a big gambling guy. He sits there and, like, <laughs> he might be actually a big gambler, bro. You never know. Playing bingo. <laughs> Virtual bingo. He doesn't even have the bobber, bro. He's clicking the screen. He's home. He's, he's reckless out there. <laughs> what else? Dallas? Oh, come on. Be what? Dressed like, be dressed like Stephen A. What? Cowboy boots with the <laughs> Hey man, I hate. I would love. It would be so great. Them two would literally go back to Stephen A. and Skip 
would probably have to go do a show together just to talk about Russ and Dallas. Stephen A would be so mad. <laughs> Stephen A would be so mad that Dallas is finally going to be successful. Dude, I, I would. Russell Wilson and Jerry Jones would get along so well. Oh, yeah, so well. On, yes, on the Mr. RV. Jones. Yes, Mr. Jones, whatever you want, Mr. Jones. <laughs> Let's do it. I don't need help. No, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the food in New Orleans would be too spicy for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's a crawfish guy. But he is a puffy coat guy, so he'll look great in Chicago. <laughs> you see him in his GQ shit, bro? He had that leather puff coat. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> just get out of here man yeah so we gotta we we gotta figure out where uh, it'll be fun to see where russ is gonna go because i it sounds like after the thursday night where he had to storm out it sounds like this relationship is not going to get fixed anytime soon in seattle he seems way more, like he's too nice to like really say something like deshaun basically told the houston texans coach to go fuck himself last night yeah (laughs) russ 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 ain't that guy this this is like russ is like a strongly worded leather letter guy he's he's a he's like he is the karen of quarterbacks like he is going to talk to the manager like he's gonna this is go see the owner (laughs) this is exactly what you're gonna see (laughs) This is exactly what you're going to see with Russell. Just like Sierra just behind him. Mm-hmm. And write, write that you didn't like the play in the playoffs. Write that down. Let them know that this is the reason why we're leaving, okay? Let them know. <laughs> and tell them it's always raining here. Yeah, tell them why. Why, why, can't, we, why can't we move the team? We can move. We could be the, the sixth California team. Why can't we be that, huh? <laughs> There's, so does, we should play yeah. for the San Diego Chargers. There you go, <laughs> LA, LA, LA Seahawks, LA Chargers. You said you you've won a Super Bowl. You said you were the best. You, we should go to Seattle or to San Diego. <laughs> Him being mad inside, like there's no San Diego team no more. I told you twenty times. Yeah, dude, I'll ask. I'll ask for sure. <laughs> we don't even go to San Diego no more. You don't even pay attention. <laughs> I love that little cute little store in San Diego. We should go. <laughs> I would hate. <laughs> I would hate that if football players had to decide shit like that. Like, oh, yeah, no, nah, my wife said, uh, can't play in Seattle anymore. I got to go. I mean, did you see uh, Did you see Aaron Rodgers' fiance on Fallon? It's like, I never thought I'd be married to someone whose job it was to throw a ball. It's like it's like me marrying my wife, but as a much better football player. Like, I mean, there's a little more to it than that. Like, do you watch the game? She's an okay actress, and she's just coming at one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Hey, like his job is shit. <laughs> yeah, he throws it and he gets paid millions. I don't know. I'm on TV. It's okay. Not a professional Fortnite player or something. He's playing professional <laughs> football. Like what? It's not like he's downstairs yelling at his screen, man. He's actually outside with a couple guys every day throwing the football. Yeah, she sounded like my wife when she tells her friends that I'm a professional podcaster. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
<laughs> There's a professional podcasting. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. This is a little bit of how the how the sausage is made, but our listeners should know we're very successful. Very, very successful. We've got hundred of listens. Hundreds of listens. And we're always right. Always right. Always right. That's why the money's guaranteed. Not guaranteed not at all. Not guaranteed. Mm-mm. Man, I the other thing, the other thing in the NFL that's really blowing my mind is they are not the Buccaneers are just they've got to pretty much make it back to the Super Bowl next year because they are talking so much shit and they are coming for Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Oh my goodness. You think you think that Tom won six Super Bowls for them and one for the Patriots. <laughs> it's very like I hate that Tom was not available to leave after like year 12 because his pettiness <laughs> would be so great, man. So great. Man, I just it is like Arians coming out I don't need him to throw. He's been playing long enough. I just he can coach guys up, and that's great for me. I don't need him to play. Their GM comes out. Oh yeah, as long as he wants to be here, we'll find money for him. He's the greatest of all time, dude. Shots hey, fire. Truly is sitting there in his room with his dog looking at him like, why did they let go Jimmy G? Why didn't they listen to me? Go, go Belichick right now has is just in a room just in a single chair that swivels in 100, uh, 360 degrees and is that room looks like the a beautiful mind that movie but it's all just like tweets that the Buccaneers and other people have pointed out about how Bill Belichick ate shit and Tom Brady won one without him I need it I need the same type of promo video that Tom puts out when Bill when Bill gets his it needs to be just a picture of Bill with a light above him and the wall behind him with all the tweets, like you said. This is <laughs> just coming this is, off the wall. <laughs> this is a sports and gambling podcast. Here's my sports and gambling advice. Draft the Patriots defense in fantasy next year. Yeah, they are going to be very stacked on defense. And Bill is going to be fucking motivated. Man, I really hope they get a quarterback that – can carry them throughout the year. A lot of people are saying that Cam Newton is going to get re-signed to the Patriots, and that's – I really hope that Cam gets another shot, but I don't think it's going to be with the Patriots. I think he showed exactly what he can do, and Patriots being mobile or basing their offense on being mobile at, or with a mobile quarterback, I don't think that's their look. I don't think that's Josh McDaniels' coaching style. I think they're going to bring in a big body. They're going to find a way to get a big body QB in there. I, I would they, love to see. I would love to see Fitzpatrick in there with some young rookie pressure. I would oh, love to see it. I would love to see it. I would, but only because then Fitzpatrick will have officially started a game for every team in the AFC East. Yeah, and I think he would do really well over there, man. At the for same real. time, at the same time, they were rumored to be interested in Lamar Jackson. They want to be more mobile. That's why they went with Cam. I think over the years with Mahomes, Lamar, Bill Belichick, his biggest knock about Brady is he wants to be more vertical and he wants to be more mobile. He wants to be on like that cutting edge of the NFL. 
the issue with Tom is Tom just works like his offense works. You can change your flavor. You can move around. You can be Aaron Rodgers. But at the end of the day, if you get put the right piece around Tom, Tom's going to win you games. So mm-hmm. I think Bill Belichick was on like there's enough good that came out of Cam. He just needs a, his arm wasn't his, he had a dead arm. Drew, if you had to pick right now, week 16, who do you want throwing the ball, Drew Brees or Cam Newton? I still would have picked Drew Brees. Like and Drew Brees can throw it 20 yards accurately. Yeah. Like Cam Newton's thrown it six yards in the dirt. Like, I don't, I don't like no offense to Cam, but that's not between, he was on more than I'm an athlete, more than an athlete. It's on yeah. some podcast where he's like, man, they like when I had COVID and I was out, like the playbook moved. So I was thinking too much. Cam, that doesn't matter. There were guys who were wide open. You were putting it in the dirt. Like what is going on with your shoulder is the issue. That's the problem. And so, yeah, I don't see him coming back to New England. A lot of people say a lot of people that I've read that I've seen is he over rehabbed the shoulder and being by himself in the free agency that he just super worked it and just could just oh, now it's really? dead. Yeah, bro. Like he he over pushed it and he got kept getting injured in his rehab because he kept overdoing it. And now that his arm is just dead in there. Yeah, I don't I, I think I think a lot I think for Cam Newton to come back, it would have to be just like last year. It would have to be very late in the offseason and pretty much everything would have to go wrong for the Patriots in the draft and in free agency. Because I do think they want to bring in somebody. And I think they have their eyes on somebody. I my hope for the Patriots is that they don't overpay for like a Mariota. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna overpay overpay big overpay for a Deshaun overpay for a Russell overpay to get up and get like a Zach Wilson or a Trey Lance, like move up and do something different. Don't just, Oh yeah. Well don't, there's a difference between getting a Stafford and getting a Mariota. You know what I mean? Like get somebody who, you know, can have success in this league, not somebody who's shown flashes and you're counting on to, play 16 plus games yeah but either way i I think that bill belichick needs to win a super bowl in the next three years to to keep his legacy i don't think he's gonna get it which is wild to me given the fact that he's been a part of what like 11 of the 55 super bowls or whatever like he's it's like something like 20 percent yeah he's always he's gonna be the best the the best coach to ever do it he is going to go down as that coach but it will be a little tarnished at the end a little tarnished i i think i think yeah i've said before that i think when they both retire we're gonna think uh we're going to be shocked that brady and belichick together only won six not that they won six uh man this was just i need to see bill bounce back and lead some deep playoff runs without Tom Brady because the way they are just coming at him, he <laughs> is looking like an outdated old man who doesn't understand where the game is going. And he's got a, he's got to turn up and he's got to remind some people the hard way. I need Randy Moss, Tom Brady, fuck you Patriots where they're putting, they're winning like 56 to three and they're scoring touchdowns in the last two minutes. Uh, I think uh, 
you, like you said, you got to pay big to win now. And I think to do that, you're going to have to get Deshaun and you're going to have to get Russ. I don't think you could get anyone else bottom tier that could win you now. I don't think you getting Trubisky. I don't think you getting, like I said, Fitzmagic. I don't think that's going to be enough to win you a championship all the way through and through. Do you trade your future? Yeah. I, if I'm Bill, yeah, trade your future because how realistically he's 70 as well. How many years does he have left? And they have um, or is, they have my a question solid is, offensive line. My question is to you. If you're Bill, if you know you're Bill and you have you know in your head you have three years, do you trade the Patriots future that's behind those three years? Hey man, I'll give you 2026, 20, 27, 28. I'll give you all that. But I don't think you're trading the future. Like, it depends on what you're trading it for. Because I think Russell Wilson can have, if you put a good offensive line behind him, eight, nine years of solid performance left. Mm-hmm. But you no, need to get weapons like, for him too, though. Like, and you he, don't can, have he can sign another one, maybe two contracts. But you've got, you know, JC Jackson. You've got – I don't think they move on from Hightower, but they've got, you know, Lawrence Guy. They've got Gilmore who might be gone. But, I mean, I would trade. Like, it might be time to move on from, like, a Devin McCourty. It might be time – like, I don't think you touch your offensive line because they have a really underrated offensive line. But, man, you could maybe get rid of a James White, get rid of a Sony Michelle. Try to move some of these pieces that aren't amazing pieces, but they're depth pieces and they're pieces that work. Try to use that Patriots mystique and just overwhelm people with like, "Hey, I, we can get you a competitive team, but we're gonna Do get we're gonna need a them? special player." Do you move all of them? Yeah. For Russ. Yeah, uh, I'd move them all for Deshaun. If it's Russ, I'd say like pick two and a first. Okay. Maybe pick two and two firsts. So JC Patriots, McCor- JC. The Patriots traditionally don't pick in the first anyways. And okay. yeah, I think, I think that would be the best move for them right now. But I think, I think Bill, Bill doesn't strike me as someone who wants to go out as Tom Brady's bitch. No, he, I mean, who the fuck he is? wants, no, he wants to win. And I think, I think, I think you're going to see a wild game when Tampa goes into Foxborough. Oh yeah, I think I think Patriots win that game. I know we've disagreed on that, but I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I think I think you're coming into the den. It doesn't matter who the fuck you are, even if you lived there. Tom lived there for 19 years. He's still going into the den. Yeah, but that's and it's gonna, hard. But that's going to be a home game. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. You think Boston is going to boo Tom Brady? Yes. I hope Tom Brady gets booed the fuck out of there. I hope they Andrew Luck his ass. <laughs> I don't see it, but hey, man. man, I I know I know you won't. I know a lot of people don't see that shit because of how the relationship was and yada yada yada. But I really hope they see the 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 hate that they are pushing on Bill and Patriots go. No 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 no. We're with our guys that are in the. In the blue, so, and I hope Deshaun's there. I hope, I hope that game. Oh yeah, it's guaranteed a Sunday night, right? I don't think you put that game on Monday night. I think you put it on Sunday night without Michaels and Chris, and 
Oh, uh, let me check. Phoenix. No, the schedule's not out yet. Yeah, it is. No, no, it's not. No. Just the opponents have been announced, not the schedule. You're right. Yeah, I, I think that's a thousand percent of like a game of the week, primetime game. There's no please way. Don't open, please don't open the year off with that, though. Don't. Because they do dumbass shit like that, too. Like, all right, week one, Patriots Bucks. Like, no. It is kind of funny that because uh, Tampa didn't win their division and because, you know, I think also like Cleveland finished third in their division, they both have not that hard. Like, this might be like the easiest defending Super Bowl champion schedule that Brady's ever had. I've seen that, too. I've seen that. This is not bad. On the – what you call this? I think the Chiefs schedule, uh, eh, we have the AFC uh, East again. So it's not bad. We're going to play horrible Steelers, the Browns without OBJ, and the other guys in that crew. But I don't think OG I, – I think they move him. They should move him. OBJ in a second for Michael Thomas. What? Yeah. No. Cancer, you dude. You don't want Michael Thomas and no. OBJ is a fucking cancer. But he's he's a he's a cancer that people want to be around. He's like a fun what? cancer. <laughs> he's not good for wins, but he's good for the locker room. Mike, he's Michael a fun Thomas. Cancer. Michael Thomas, people hate him. Why? I don't get my OBJ. You see why motherfuckers don't like him throwing his helmet, always bitching on Twitter, yada yada yada, all this other bullshit. But he's Michael Thomas shit's to, been. He's bitching because he wants to win. Michael Thomas is bitching because he wants the ball. Mister Slant could be me. Mm, I don't know. He got beat up. He got into two fights over there too. Michael Thomas fought two teammates. That's what I. I don't. I think you do trade him. I still trade him. I don't think you keep OBJ. Baker did so well without him. Why? Go get him a big body guy. Not a route running guy. Go get a big body guy. I don't think you need a big body guy. You just take you've got Higgins. Higgins is so good. Oh, that's right. That's right. But that that's for another time. We're talking, we're talking about Mr. Unlimited. We're talking about oh, Bill yeah, Belichick. True. Don't distract me, Angel. <laughs> uh it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be very interesting to see how Bill plays it out with a quarterback because he needs a quarterback ASAP. I just don't see how he can land one of these big guys, man. I don't. Not without a quarterback that you could trade away or a top five pick. You're at 15. You're barely on the line to go get one of these other guys. Uh yeah, I, unless but, you go get another team involved. Unless you go get another team involved, and that other team has to have that, like I don't know, like if you get Miami involved, like if Miami sends, well I don't know why fuck Miami. Eh, you trade fifteen and J.C. Jackson, McCordy, Gilmore, and James White to Miami. You move Tua. And the fifteenth pick from Patriots, the second pick, and Tua goes to Houston, and the Patriots get uh 
and the Patriots get a Watson. Yeah, I mean that could be it. I think maybe that could possibly be it because then Tua goes to Houston. Uh, Miami can get their quarterback at three, and then Watson goes to the Patriots. That could definitely be the move, man, because then now um, all these New England boys are going to go down to Miami, and that defense is now going to get super stacked with all them DBs and the linebacker. So now you get a number one defense, and you get to pick a rookie quarterback to help him out. I will say this. Uh, The draft, I think, is going to be very interesting to me because – yeah, I just don't know what direction the Patriots are going to go. And I think you're going to find out a lot about what Bill Belichick thinks his future is going to be and how long he's going to coach. Mm-hmm. And if he's just out this because, man, I need to win another ring because I need to show that I am a, I'm a good – like I'm a good coach kind of thing based on what they do. Because I think if they, if they draft a quarterback – Bill is in it for the organization and he's in it to for like the long run and he's mm-hmm. going to do the right thing. But if they make some big trade, you're looking, Bill wants to win now and Bill wants to get back into it. I don't Got think you. if, I think if they draft a quarterback, if they draft a quarterback, then Bill is, he's into that three year rebuilding plan, trying to do it the right way. Are we going to do picks this one, or are we just going to – I got talk? picks. Oh, I got, I got picks, picks too. Cause I, love, I got picks too. I got picks because I love the board, Angel, and the NHL. <laughs> it's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The Money Back Guaranteed Picks of the Week. Actually guaranteed to gamble responsibly. <laughs> oh man. What do you got for your picks? I love the NHL tonight. Boston just got absolutely shit pumped by the Islanders. They lost like six to two. Wasn't even close. Played by far their worst game of the season. I think they bounce back. Huge. I've got them puck line and I've got them money line against the New York Rangers, a team that is very, very wishy-washy and they're below 500. I also have the red hot Minnesota wild over the LA Kings. I'm taking them money line. Nice. And then the Colorado avalanche also just got obliterated by said white hot Minnesota wild. I think they're going to come out and they are going to, give it to an Arizona Coyotes team that just pulled out a late overtime win in their last game. So I've got Colorado money line as well. All right. Need to do good because my overs did not go so good. (laughs) Yeah, I went one for two. Uh, The Warriors looked fantastic. Uh, Finding a way to win against – I believe it was Utah. No, not Utah. Nuggets, sorry. And the Lakers, they are on a losing streak, and they're just facing hard teams as they go. But my picks for the night is I got 
the streaks are breaking. That's what I'm saying tonight. Miami is going to beat the Jazz, breaking their winning streak of, I believe it's at 12 right now. Um, Miami, um, they had a tough loss last night. I believe they lost by four, but I think they're going to pick it up knowing they're going to face one of the best teams in the league right now. I think Miami can take out the number one seed right now. And you going money line there? No, I'm taking the points. <laughs> I'm taking the points. I was gonna say that money line is if you if you bet that, that's some that's some value right there. You know what? I'll take the money line. You're right. That's, I'll take the money line. That's plus two fifteen. I'm very confident. I'm very confident. Jimmy Bucket, these three point shooters are uh, Duncan is uh, Robin, Duncan Robinson is back tonight. So it's gonna be very big for them. I think I got Miami Heat over the Jazz, and I think the Lakers break their losing streak tonight against the Blazers. They have one of the hardest streaks coming up. They got the Blazers, they got the Warriors, and then they go home to see the Clippers, I believe, is they're playing next. Taking the Lakers minus five or minus 200? I'm taking them minus five. Taking the points, baby. And my game... You know, I ch- I seen the Bulls play against Minnesota. They look really – they're a scrappy team. And they're going to go against one of the – another scrappy team tonight that is on fire. The Miami uh, – sorry, the Phoenix Suns on fire right now. But I think Levine goes in and beats the Suns tonight. Wow. Yeah, the fire – the fire extinguisher is on tonight. All these hot teams are going down tonight. That's my picks tonight. Well, we both need to turn it around because you went one for two. I went one for three. Luckily, my one for three was a uh, plus 105, but right. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is tough sailing. You need to right the ship, putting the pit vipers on tonight. I'm going to watch some hockey. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Tonight, uh, tonight I am definitely watching the Miami versus Jazz game. It's going to be very interesting with the front courts, and it will be uh, – I think the sparks are going to fly in this game. So check it out. ESPN, I believe. And I need to stop betting the KHL. <laughs> I know you're coming down. You're going to come down tomorrow, but I've been – for some, it's just been convenient for me to uh, watch German watch hockey, Russian dude. Oh, Russian. Russian hockey! Sorry, how dare you? I'm watching German hockey too, but yeah, Russian hockey. <laughs> uh, I knew it was one of them. I I, I have simple. a I have a squad now. I haven't missed any of their last uh, six games. Big Dynamo Moscow guy. They're crushing it for me. Uh, but yeah, it's been really nice to just. I, I've just caught myself watching. I've watched more Dynamo Moscow games than Minnesota Wild games, which is wild this season. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, kind of. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm in rehab. Like I, I need to just stop this. <laughs> I think you need to slow down on Russian hockey just a little bit. It is kind of dope though because the referees have like GoPros on. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Oh shit. I highly recommend if you're not, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get into some KHL bets on, on, on the pod. Uh, 
it started i was editing our our podcast on saturday morning now i'm just obsessed with russian hockey well if you are interested in some day bets uh russian hockey is the way to go yeah i tried my I tried my luck with uh betting on pacifica and gulf coast at two o'clock in the afternoon doesn't work out when i can't even name one guy on their team <laughs> pacifica was like plus 17 i'm like come on now plus 17 in college basketball get real they're gonna they're gonna get seven they're not gonna lose by more than 17 lost by 44 i was like wow all right well me, me thinking, me thinking these guys are pros, huh? That's what I get. <laughs> shame, shame. Uh, but Push that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Please check out our picks. Check out our IG Money Back Podcast. Money underscore back underscore podcast. Yes, sir. Check us out. Um, and we are dropping episodes twice a week, man. This is way too fun. We have way too many bets going on. Hockey and basketball, KHL. I got we are we are four days away from March. So you know March Madness is gonna be insane for us. I will break down who I think is gonna win the whole thing pretty soon. I've been looking at my teams and I'm uh it's gonna be very interesting in March. I I hope that the hope they can get through it with no COVID issues. Yeah, I think they – didn't they, like, approve fans, like 25% fans for the tournament? Mm-hmm. So that'll be 25%. fun. I'm looking forward to that too. I, I'm notably not a great uh, college basketball fan. Uh, NBA, NHL take up a lot of my time, but I'm, int- I'm, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing who you've got and uh, throwing some stupid money on a bracket, some wild parlays just – coming an expert in two weeks and trying to figure it out. Hey, that's the best thing ever, man. You get these next four days to study. And by March 1st, you sound like a goddamn professional. Yeah. Vanderbilt is absolutely a great team. Their, their two centers are fabulous. That's my pick. Vandy, huh? Ah, Vandy's going to make a little run. Spoiler but alert. that's our show folks. All right. See you guys next week. See you guys next week.